Entrepreneur on Fire 535. What are you waiting for? Tickets to a rocket ship? Well, here you go and hang on tight as John Lee Dumas is about to take you on a wild ride. Ignite. The time has come. Your voice messaging system just isn't cutting it anymore. Start sounding more professional with eVoice. Go to eVoice.com and get $5 off every month for life when you enter promo code FIRE. That's eVoice.com, promo code FIRE. Behind fear and lack of confidence, design projects are what I see hold entrepreneurs back most. Luckily, 99designs can help. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services for free. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Jackie Dinsmore. Jackie, are you prepared to ignite? Absolutely. Yes. Jackie founded Lovely Convertibles to create, design, and innovate, a hunger that law just couldn't satisfy. She's been named Top Mompreneur by Mompreneur Magazine and has also appeared in Forbes Magazine. I've given our listeners just a little overview, Jackie, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally because we want to get to know you, then give us an overview of your business. Sounds great. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. It's very exciting. Um, I was a corporate lawyer on Bay Street in Toronto. So working the crazy hours, um, ridiculous three in the morning, four in the morning hours. Um, my mom unfortunately got breast cancer and it kind of shook my world a little bit and made me realize that you only live once and life is short. The good news is my mom survived breast cancer and she's my business partner today, but life takes you in a different path, uh, on different occasions. So um, I luckily enough, uh, was able to, to get a job as assistant general counsel at the Toronto star where I rose to, um, new heights there and led the, their, um, uh, helped lead their legal department for eight years. It was great, wonderful. Um, and, uh, and enjoyed that experience very much. However, I always had that entrepreneurial itch. Um, I wanted to, uh, try something different. I was creative. I, uh, I felt that that was not being satisfied in the world of corporate law. And while I was very much on the executive track and, and could have done a lot of great things with that career, I just wasn't being satisfied. So while I was on maternity leave, my mom and I decided to go into business together. Yeah. Uh, she had survived cancer and was doing really well. And so we um, she had put six handbags in her suitcase and I said, you know, we can create a really great convertible handbag. And off we did. We patented it. Uh, we ended up winning the top 10 best products awards in Canada. Um, we got mentioned in, um, by the Oscars and Emmys. We were in their swag bags and things really took off. Of course, when I went back to my job after maternity leave, we were in about 250 stores at that point. And I had to make a choice about whether I was going to continue in the world of law or be an entrepreneur. So I uh, jumped off the edge of the cliff and decided to um, grow lovely uh, with with my mom. Um, and now we're in 2,400 stores in North America and, and almost 30 countries worldwide. And it's growing into an international brand of really cool, reversible, convertible products with awesome functionality. Wow, Jackie, you took your leap. You went up to that entrepreneurial edge and you said, you know what, I don't know if there's a net below me, but I'm going to jump. And here you are, 2,400 stores later, still rocking and rolling, working with your mother, enjoying life. I can't wait to dive more into your journey. 
But before we do, we always start Entrepreneur on Fire Off with a success quote to really get that motivational ball rolling. I know you have a great one for us, so take it away. Yeah, this one's one of my favorite. A minute I heard it, I, I, I've carried it with me. I actually even carry it in my wallet as a reminder of what I need to do in my business and in life generally. Um, so it's actually two sentences, so it's a little bit longer than a simple quote, but here it goes. Every morning in Africa, a gazelle wakes up. It knows it must run faster than the fastest lion or it will be killed. Every morning, a lion wakes up. It knows it must outrun the slowest gazelle or it will starve to death. It doesn't matter whether you are a lion or a gazelle. When the sun comes up, you better be running. <laughs> Jackie, I love it because it's so alliterative that I could actually picture Africa. And what I want you to do, though, is take us down to the ground level. How do you actually apply this mantra? What does it mean to you? And how do you apply it in your life? Sure. Well, I, I think it's pretty simple because I think in all of our businesses, we switch between being a gazelle and a lion in the sense that, you know, our business, we may have issues with our business and, and problems and things might not be going as well as we want. And that may be when we're a gazelle. And, and I think we tend to react well in that situation and we're all prepared for it. But what a lot of entrepreneurs don't realize is when you're the lion and things are going really well and you're on top and you're a king of the jungle and the sales are <laughs> great, everything's great, you still got to get up every morning and think 10 steps ahead. You still have to be working it and you still have to be running and going crazy. You can't, as an entrepreneur, ever really sit back uh, you know, with your cigar <laughs> and your drink and say, ah, it's all running smoothly now. You always got to be running. Wait a second. I was going to take the rest of the day off with a cigar and scotch. You're saying that's a bad idea? There's nothing wrong with that every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jackie, we're going to talk about your journey in depth now. And, of course, you've had some great successes. You mentioned those in the intro. But I want to focus on a failure. I want you to tell us a story of a time that you just faced this major obstacle, this challenge that you really had to dig deep to overcome. And take us down to the ground level, Jackie. Tell us that story and the lessons you learned. So this is a very interesting story and, and is very relevant in terms of, of consumer products. Um, as we all know, you know, consumer products are manufactured um, in North America, but really the, the, the big area where they where the manufacturing is strong is China, India, that kind of thing. So we have um, four factories in China, several in India. And, you know, I've had the, um, the, the fortunate experience to visit them and really get a strong relationship with them and know exactly where my products are coming from. So, so I'll say that out of the gate, that, that that's been, um, I'm very, very, very happy with our suppliers and our sourcing. However, you know, when we first started, this was all new to me. And I, I'm a very, very trustworthy person. I usually trust people until they give me a reason not to trust them. And we were having a you know, a fairly large shipment, tens of thousands of dollars. But at the time, you know, that was fairly large when you're starting out. And it was all it was bootstrap money from from my bank account. And the particular individual that we were working with as our agent to ensure that the product arrived the way it should, uh, wasn't answering any of my emails, we were expecting the shipment to come and um, he had gone completely silent on us. So Panic set in and, and my husband and I said, well, we've just got to get on a plane and go to China and check out the shipment ourselves and make sure that it actually exists and that it's actually the way we want it and it's actually coming. So we got on a plane and we went to China and uh, we went to the factory and the, the factory was beautiful and the people were great. And we saw the shipment and it looked wonderful and everything was fantastic and we did the happy dance. And my husband and I came home and 
We thought things were great. So sure enough, the shipment comes and there's nothing wrong with the shipment. It's wonderful. But I did get a phone call and the phone call was from the factory we visited. And they said to us, uh, we thought you should know this. We've never produced a product for you ever. Your entire visit to China and to our factory was staged. Um, and I've learned since that this happens very often. And uh, the reason it's done is because there are middlemen involved that don't want to be circumvented. So what they do is they end up moving the product from a factory where, where it is actually being produced to a fake factory. And it was a huge setback. And, it, and to me, it was in a way a huge failure because I felt like I had control and I had my hand, finger on the pulse about what was going on in my business. And in this instance, I had the wool had been completely pulled over my eyes. And thank goodness, you know, the shipment ended up being okay. But it shook my world a little bit because it made me realize that you have to look at your partners closely. You have to choose relationships very wisely. You have to always sleep with one eye open. <laughs> And you have to really, really make sure that as much as you have your finger on the pulse and you want to know what's going on, you got to double and triple and quadruple check and do things um, differently until you get a sense of the fact that they're going the right way. So let's dig a little deeper here, Jackie, because I don't quite get what happened. Let me try to rephrase how I'm understanding the situation. You fly over to China. You get to the factory they say that it was at, and there was all the stuff, the workers, the the manager of the factory, and you're like, oh, this looks great, and then you flew back to America, and then all of a sudden you get a phone call, and that phone call and the person says, listen, like this factory that you came to, that was not the factory that produced this stuff. In fact, it was a separate factory that we just then brought it from there here. So you thought that it was in this beautiful factory. Can you kind of go a little more into why that happened? If that's exactly what did happen and why did that person call you and let you know that's what happened? Oh, those are very good questions. So that's exactly what happened. And the reason why the person called me was because they said, we don't produce your products, but we'd like to. We really like your products. Uh, and so they were calling to say, we'd like to start producing your products for real now. <laughs> so so they were letting another factory use their factory as a stage because that other factory wasn't used to people taking the initiative and flying over. So they could usually be under the radar. And let me just kind of guess that maybe that other factory wasn't nearly as nice and maybe didn't have nearly as good of conditions for their workers. It's possible, but really probably the, the bigger picture is that if we knew the name of the factory that actually produced the goods, the concern was that the middlemen wouldn't get their cut and we'd go direct to that factory. Got it. So the middlemen who you were paying, obviously, like a broker type fee, right. didn't want you to know where you could go to the source. Right. Got Which it. was not the arrangement either. So, you know, um, the arrangement we always felt we had was that we had an open communication with the actual factory. But clearly that wasn't the case. Fascinating. Wow. Well, that opens my eyes up big time. And I think a lot of listeners right now that are probably in my situation that didn't even really know that there's all this kind of moving and shaking parts and, you know, different parts of the world. And this is just what happens. And I think that your story, Jackie, could really help a lot of listeners that are thinking about going into this and just saying, you know what, I'm actually going to be feet on the ground from day one. I want to shake hands. I want to see the factory. I want to make sure that my line of communication is exactly what I want it to be. So powerful stuff. And just boil it down for us, Jackie, into one lesson, just one quick lesson that you would want Fire Nation to walk away with from this experience. Sure. I, it's all about Spidey senses. I'll go right back to Spider-Man. If something doesn't seem right, 
it probably isn't. And, you know, there were things that were nudging me and things that I felt weren't right. And I kept, I didn't listen to my gut. And one might call it women's intuition, but I actually think that it's, it's intuition. Everybody has that intuition and you just got to listen to it. That's a theme that comes up over and over again, Jackie, is intuition, following your gut. And so many entrepreneurs point to those times in their lives when they didn't follow their gut, when they didn't follow their intuition as being the times that they took that big fall, that they really had that big failure. So Fire Nation, your intuition is there for you. You're born with it. That's innate. That's a survivalist instinct. Make the most of it. And Jackie, what I want to do now is transition. I want to transition to the other end of the spectrum because you just share with us a really scary time in your life. I mean, I'm scared just thinking about it. I mean, that's kind of crazy, the the things that were going on behind the scenes. But you've also had some great aha moments. You've had some great light bulbs that have gone off throughout your journey. And I would like you to tell us a story of one of those in particular that really stands out that you think will be powerful for Fire Nation. And again, we love stories. Take it down to the ground level. Take us there with you that time you had that aha moment and the steps you took to turn it into a success. Sure. And and sometimes aha moments are just little, little nudges, right? And and again, listening to your intuition and taking something from, from a simple, basic experience and growing it. Um, as I mentioned, you know, when we first started Lovely, um, our whole concept of our company is that we do reversible convertible products for women and kids. So I always liked seeing products that were reversible. I always thought it was very cool that you're buying something and you're really getting two in one. And, um, you know, while the, the, we started out with women's accessories through that story I mentioned about my mom and putting six handbags in her suitcase and, and converting it into one, um, that was great. We love the women's accessories business, but we always felt that we wanted to expand and really expand our market. And, and, um, my son wouldn't wear a sun hat for the life of me. And, you know, we all know the ozone layer isn't as thick as it used to be. And we have to be very, very careful. And I thought to myself, rather than asking my son to wear a sun hat, why don't I make it more interesting for him? And I think this reversible concept for kids can really go a long way. Why don't I say, Jack, do you want to be a lion or a monkey today? And so we created a reversible sun hat program that allowed children to choose various characters on their sun hat as opposed to wearing a sun hat at all and giving them that choice. And and it started as something really small and was never really a direction in our business. Um, but we grew and grew and grew. And now we supply sun hats to Ritz-Carlton and Atlantis and um, the Sheridan and the Weston and the Hyatt. And it's something that really just came out of that experience with my son not wanting to wear a sun hat. And at the end of the day, we grew a div- an entire division of our company called Flapjacks that focuses on reversible convertible products for kids. So it was a nice aha moment and certainly has been a significant driver for our growth. You're so right, Jackie. Sometimes those aha moments aren't lightning bolts from the skies. They're just tiny little revelations where you're like, you know what? I have a problem right now. My son is not willing to wear a sun hat. I know that the sun is doing damage to his skin every single day that he doesn't do that. 
what can I do here? What's maybe a solution to this problem? And for you, it was flapjacks. It was creating a fun alternative that is literally being worn around the world. I mean, this is so crazy. I love this stuff. And Jackie, again, we love when you boil it down for us. And it's just one takeaway of this moment, of this aha moment, the Fire Nation can really have sink in. I think you've kind of summed it up already, which is um, don't expect the lightning bolt from the sky. Uh, listen and 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 really uh, look at what's going on around you. And maybe sometimes solving a really simple problem can turn into millions. It doesn't have to be um, the next greatest, you know, IT tool. It can be something as simple as a reversible sun hat. Jackie, tell us a story of your proudest entrepreneurial moment. This is probably a little bit, um, I don't know. I mean, I'm a bit of a celebrity, uh, crazy person. I love, I love my people magazines and I love <laughs> my, uh, my celebrity gossip. You wouldn't be a mompreneur if you weren't. <laughs> but I, you know, getting a call to be at a, a pre Oscar event, um, and a pre Emmy event. I mean, that was, that, that's just fantastic. I, I, it's funny. I brought my husband to one of the events and, and he doesn't have the same um, appreciation for celebrity as I do because he basically knocked over Taylor Swift when he saw Cheech and Chong in the corner. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it is um, I think that that was just an amazing, amazing time to be able to be standing there at the biggest award show, you know, every year with my mom by my side, who is doing amazingly well in terms of health. Um it's a silly kind of celebrity, you know, um, passion, but that was probably a really proud moment that we'd really made it and made it to the, uh, the, the Hollywood stage. Big time. <laughs> <laughs> so Jackie, what I love doing sometimes when I have guests on that I really am fascinated by the names of their companies, I like for them to tell me how they came up with that and lovely and flapjacks two just really cool names. So just take a couple minutes for both and share with us the origin and how you came up with the name for both of those companies. Sure. Well, it's, it's very easy. My daughter's name is Allie. And so if you break down that name, it's Love Allie, but it sounds like lovely. So lovely. And my son's name is Jack. And the nice thing about a flapjack as a pancake is it's reversible. You flip it. So, um, you know, the names really were very easy for me to come by. And uh, the nice thing is they both have their own areas of, of, of products. Uh, Lovely is again really focused on women and girly things, and our logo is a big daisy. And Flapjacks is really the kids division, um, and it's fun. and And our logo is a little boy standing on his head and a little girl with pigtails. So different markets, uh, but similar concepts in in the sense that we're really sharing functionality with the world. Well, Jackie, I find that very funny because just like your aha moment, there was a little revelation. It's the exact same situation with both of the names of your companies here. And for so many people, they struggle so hard finding that perfect name for their company when sometimes they just need to look within. I mean, L-U-V-A-L-I, lovely, but really it means love alley. And that means a lot to you. And then Flapjack, your son's name is Jack. And of course, I'm just picturing flipping a pancake over and it's reversible and it just makes so much sense. I mean, that little revelation came to you quite easily, but for a lot of people, it can be quite the struggle and shouldn't be because although names are important, you can't let that stop. What's obviously more important for you, Jackie, and your success is the quality of the products, not necessarily the logos and the names. You know, those are just, those are just nice to have, but 
what really sets you apart is the action that you've taken. Fire Nation, that's what I want you to walk away with. Take action, real action. And Jackie, what I want to do now is bring things to present time. I want to talk about today because you have a lot of exciting things going on. You're going to the Oscars. You have two great companies being worn by some of the best hotels around the world. Like, Let's talk about one thing that just really has you fired up today. One thing that has me fired up, um, I think it's really just the the direction that we can go with this. I mean, the really wonderful thing about doing uh, all things reversible, um, we can just keep going on and on and on with really exciting, creative product development. We have some really fantastic new products coming out in July that that really capitalize on this concept. And, you know, being a lawyer, it was very, very difficult because you don't your your creativity is stifled. With Lovely and Flapjacks, I can let my creativity go as far as I want to take it. And that is a really, really exciting time for me. That is exciting, Jackie. And before we hit the lightning rounds, let's thank our sponsors. I see my logo as my company's signature. It tells the whole story of Entrepreneur on Fire with just a few words and an image. Beyond being hot, Obviously, we're inspiring, energetic, modern, clear. But before you start working on your logo, our friends at 99designs recommend that you nail down your brand's voice and personality. Then your logo can accurately reflect those things. Is your company fun, traditional, quirky? Pick five adjectives to describe who you are. When you create a design brief at 99designs, you'll share this info with a community of thousands of designers. It will help them choose the colors, fonts, and symbols that best represent your personality. And once you launch a logo contest, you'll only have to wait a few days before you start seeing all the great ideas roll on in. What are you waiting for? Go get a logo for $299 at 99designs.com slash fire. Get a 99 power pack of services for free at 99designs.com slash fire. Not every solopreneur has it all put together. Sometimes what appears to be a professional operation is nothing more than a smart individual who uses the right resources. I get it. Some entrepreneurs who are just starting out might not to be able to afford a full-time virtual or personal assistant, but that's not what I mean. With today's technology, there are countless tools that we can use to stay on top of our game without exhausting ourselves, and more importantly, without making our brand new business look bad. A quick example. Say you have an online e-commerce store and you wish your phone system reflected a little more professional setting. You're only an operation of two, but your customers don't have to know that. With eVoice, you'll get your own professional reading and the ability to set up a dial by name directory. Evoice is giving Fire Nation $5 off per month forever on top of their 30 day free trial. So just go to evoice.com, enter promo code FIRE. That makes Evoice under eight bucks a month. Evoice.com, promo code FIRE. And Jackie, we've now reached my favorite part of the show, the lightning round, where you get to share incredible resources and mind blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Sounds great. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Probably the fact that I'm a lawyer and lawyers are <laughs> traditionally conservative. And uh, But one of the best compliments I ever got from people that I worked with was that I was a non-lawyer lawyer. Um, and, you know, being able to combine that legal expertise with the passion and risk-taking nature of an entrepreneur um, uh, allowed me to, to, to really go forward. But I think the fact that lawyers are conservative, that was part of the problem. What is the best advice, Jackie, you've ever received? 
Hire slow, fire fast. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Really, really important with employees. And I guess the other thing is always think ahead. With with consumer products, you always want to be able to think a year in advance. So you don't have to get specific, but can you tell us an overarching view of a time that you didn't hire slow and fire fast and what that did? always goes to employees, right? And I think you go listen to your gut. You always know when an employee is going to be the right person. And um, a lot of times you want them to work out. So you let let weeks go by. And really, that's just throwing dollars at the door. You need to have the right people on your team. So take a long time to consider who you're going to bring on. And if you bring them on and they're not right, they're they're not the right fit, let them go. Can you share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success? I love the giver's gain principle. So I get asked a lot about, do you know somebody, do you know a good graphic designer? Do you know a good photographer? Do you know a good um, warehouse? Do you know a good such and such? And and a lot of times it's not necessarily helping me to give that advice. But in doing so, I really do, do believe that it comes back to you. You know, if you help your fellow entrepreneur and, and you, you really truly adopt the giver's gain principle, uh, it'll come back in spades uh, in, in a very, very positive way in your business. Jackie, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? I love Fiverr. Um, I, it's not even really that related necessarily to my business, but at, for those of you who don't know it, I mean, you can go on and you can get tons and tons and tons of cool things for $5. So, you know, you can get somebody to write a song to your husband for Valentine's Day. You can get somebody to look at your website to see if there's any issues with it for $5. You can get someone to do a logo for $5. It's just very cool. There's so much untapped talent out there that I think it really um, it really kind of uh, brings that to the world. Love Fiverr. And Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything that we're chatting about here in today's episode at eofire.com slash Jackie Dinsmore. And Jackie, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be? You know, I, I love this book called The Gratitude Principle by Dan Sullivan. He is um, head of the strategic coach. And, and basically the basic principle in that book, and there's a lot lot more to it, but is that be thankful for everything you have every day. It not only uplifts your spirits as, as we go along this entrepreneurial journey, but it really makes you realize how great you have it as an entrepreneur. Well, Fire Nation, I know you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook just like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Jackie, this next question is the last of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I love that question. Um, Mm -hmm. And really it goes to the fact that even if you only have $500 and a laptop, uh, I think a lot of, of what I can offer is upstairs. It's in my brain. It's it's based on the last four or five years of of running this company. Um, and I think it goes back to the idea of of me being a lawyer and an entrepreneur, which is like an oxymoron. It's like a jumbo shrimp. But I think I would start a consulting business with a legal twist. I think the world of law is very, very scary to entrepreneurs and uh, along with finance as well. But I would really love to be able to help uh, other businesses succeed um, based on what I've been able to do and also provide them legal advice at the same time so that that world isn't so scary to them. 
So Jackie, wow. I have really enjoyed hearing the stories you shared from your failure to your small revelation that turned into a massive aha moment and business. You know, you sharing how you came up with the names for your companies, you know, from your kids. It's just so cool. Let's end on a high note with you giving Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, sharing the best way that we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. Sure. No, absolutely. And I think what I'll do is I'll just go right back to my quote. You're a gazelle and you're a lion. And it just depends at the time of day that it is or the time of year or the or the month it is. Um, so really, really just look at your business um, and 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 see see what works on that given day, depending on whether you're the gazelle or the lion. But keep running. Keep going for it. Keep working. Dream big um, because you know what? You will succeed. And don't worry about the fact that at the end of the day, um, you might not be having a great day because it'll all work out in the end. Um, I guess my I can be found at uh, Jackie at Lovely.ca. I love to consult and help people with their businesses. So please reach out at any time. Well, Jackie, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything of value that we've been talking about in today's episode by just going to eofire.com, typing in Jackie in our search bar, and her show notes page will pop right up, Fire Nation. And Jackie, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Fire Nation, are you using webinars to sell your products, to build your email list, to grow your brand awareness? Why the heck not? I know that can be scary, but with Webinar on Fire, we take you step by step on how to create, present, and convert your webinar. Podcasters Paradise did over $500,000 in sales on live webinars in just four months. And on this free live workshop, we'll show you how you can start hosting your webinar today. Webinaronfire.com. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 